0: You're going to die. Hello, guys, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Stardom Cast, your monthly audio source for all things world, wonder, ring, stardom. I am your host, Rob Godwin. I am joined by the stardom mark that is Chris O. Brian. How are you, Chris? We've settled on. Sadum cast have we? like <laughs> we didn't even call it Starcast. <laughs> maybe the maybe the Starcast would have been a better name, and we'd have got like more cross promotional traffic when like AEW puts out it, big his, shows.
1: Here's what we should have just done: it? called it Ariesa, and then have the art be like Akira? <laughs> <laughs> we, we
0: could have done that. Like, there's ma- there's many Arisa things we could have on done on a bike. That's like I don't know what else could we call it. Um. I mean, this isn't the greatest way to start a podcast, thinking about different things to name it after no, we've already put out a name. we haven't
1: even mentioned we in the same place, have we?
0: Oh no, we are here in a very chilly room in Blackpool. It's not that cold. It isn't now because I put the heater on, but when I arrived, the woman did say, it will be cold when you get up there because it's at the top of the stairs. And when we got to the top of the stairs, or when I got to the top of the stairs, I genuinely got frostbite in my toes.
1: <laughs> it is horrendous. At least it's not like a murder hotel like last year. Oh, God, last year was I'm horrendous. staying in that tomorrow. <laughs> the murder hotel. I'm staying there tomorrow because I forgot, I didn't redeem uh, Garth hotel soon enough, so I had to go
0: on. <laughs> that was one of the saddest things I think I've ever seen. You texting Garth <laughs> saying, can I uh, Can I still sleep at yours? And Garth's reply, um, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I really have left this too long. <laughs> I mean, that was like, what, Thursday? Sure. No, here's the thing. I thought I was getting a lift back from my dad from Newcastle, but then he decided to be selfish and go on holiday.
0: Oh, the bastard. <laughs> I know,
1: the bastard. Fucking... Is that where you've gone? Bolton on holiday? My nan lives there. Oh, okay. Is, Is that it... really a holiday? No, it's not a holiday, but I don't want to go into family drama on the podcast. Right, let's let's, <laughs> let's avoid that.
0: <laughs> so we are here in Blackpool, uh, ready for NXT UK Takeover Blackpool 2. Um, we've given our predictions and stuff of that on sort of the flagship Podmania podcast. Um, We should
1: have done, like, a sweepstakes for Chance. Yes, we should have done a sweepstakes for Chance. We should have came up with Chance and then tried to get them going.
0: Yeah, and the man who gets the most Chance going. We'll we'll have a look at that. That's, uh, I think, the production notes for when we come off the podcast. Um, But, yeah, for a while, Chris has been trying to get me to watch Stardom, and I have constantly rebutted him, saying, no, I haven't got enough time. And then WWE got shit, um... I lost what do you interest. Mean, got shit. Well, yeah, WWE is shit. AEW, it's not shit. i have just I've lost interest in it. It's like you say, Chris. I I don't think a weekly television product, no matter how good it is, is going to hold my attention because with everything that I do outside work, I just I can't I can't keep on top of it. And then once you've missed one, you know, and there's then another one the next week, and you you sort of snowball and you sort of. Lose, lose it a bit, so I ended up just watching New Japan. That's
1: kind of why I like Stardom and New Japan, because like for the most part you can watch all the roadie shows and you get a lot from watching all the two shows but at the end of the day all you really need to do is read um, what people are saying on Twitter mm. and watch the big shows and you won't be lost No, and with Stardom, I mean, I, I tried a couple of matches
0: a few months ago and um, with one thing and another I never really got round to sort of following up on that um, and then that's sort all. Of gave it to go again with this year's um, year-end climax, and I was I was really really impressed. And obviously, we decided we were going to do a podcast based on it. So I did well, some research. And what things. happened
1: was you met you mashed me going. What do you, how do you feel if we did a stardom cast one the moment? And I was just like, I'm hard. <laughs>
0: I believe my exact phrasing was "Don't get too excited." Do not get <laughs> no, too excited. What, what Chris. happened?
1: He was like, "Can I have your?" This is on January fourth, and I was like, "Can I just um your stardom login?" And now in my he- head, I was like, "Does he think the January fourth things on there?" I'm like, the "January fourth things are on there." <laughs> he was like, "Don't like don't make a big deal out of this." I'm like, <gasps> "Oh my god!" And then Garth immediately made a stardom friend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. There was a stardom meme on the group chat, and I was like, "Oh no, I've been converted." But I must admit, you know. Watching this this show and a couple of other matches, I am really enjoying it. So, yeah, now, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is this is going to be a monthly thing. Um, at least to start off with, whether we decide to make it anything else is up for debate. Depends but... how shit New Japan get During Tag League, we'll talk about a lot of stardom. More stardom, yeah. Um, but at the moment, this is going to be a monthly thing where we'll go through everything. The major things that have happened in that month. Um, this one is sort of the inaugural, the sort of pilot Episode, so it's coming in the middle of the month. So completely against what I've just said.
1: Um, we'll basically be basing this around like the monthly Corak shows. Yeah, I think that's probably. I'm, I think that's probably fair. I'm looking forward to you seeing the Cinderella tournament. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the
0: Cinderella tournament. To be it's fair, it's essentially right.
1: like the New Japan Cup, except the winner gets a pretty jo- dress, and instead of a title match, a wish. Right. The, the wish normally manifests. Okay. In the title match. Right, that makes but, more sense. Like, I'd love it if, like, Jungle Kiona won. And, she, like, I want Jan back. <laughs> or, like, um... For example, like, we'll go into to this later on, but, like, Kagetsu wanted Izumi in a weather tie. So, like, if, she's not going to win now, obviously, but obviously. she won. And it's like, I want Izumi in a weather tie, and we'd have to do it.
0: <laughs> so, what I'll do is, ladies and gentlemen, for those who are completely new to stardom like I am... Yeah, are,
1: you'd be probably... But all, everyone's probably really confused.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um... I'm just going to read through basically a couple of things to do with stardom, just to sort of give you an idea of where stardom is right now, what stardom is, and then we'll go through a couple of... I'll
1: also fill in on, like, history as we go along.
0: Please do. Please do. Um, Obviously, Chris has been watching a lot longer than me and well, has got far a more lot longer, of the ideas. I've been
1: watching since August, oh, because basically what happened... No, June, because it was leading up to G1, and it was in that like, three-week span that New Japan has nothing three weeks before or after the G1, which in some ways is a blessing. A blessing in disguise, yeah, but definitely. I was like, I need, more, I need Japanese wrestling, so I was like, I got All Japan World and Stardom World, watched All Japan once, and then I was like, this Kento Miyahara bloke, really cool, nothing else interests me. This Kento Miyahara bloke,
0: he does some of the good graps.
1: Yes, he does He does like the Ric Flair graps, I like the <laughs>
0: Rick Flair graps. Um, how good Kento Mihara is just is not, is not even on oh, the I debate so we,
1: need, we need to review both New Year's ones a... we
0: do We I'm sure we will and I'm sure there'll be a point especially after the New Beginning shows where we can do that leading up to uh, leading up to the New Japan Cup at the start of March um, but at the moment then ladies and gentlemen Stardom is obviously a Josie promotion in uh, according to Cage Match the Asia region the
1: Orient <laughs>
0: But obviously, it's based in Tokyo, Japan. It's been running since 2011. Um, So, basically, it is very, very faction-based. In that way, I suppose, it is similar to New Japan. Um,
1: They're more, like, strict with, like, the faction sort of mean. Not, like, how it's sort of like in New Japan, someone can be in chaos, but, like, Goto, at the beginning of of last year, was wrestling, like, someone in Suzuki-Gun, like, throwing young boys about. Yeah. But it's sort of a more strict appearance... Here, like, um, like, the quickly go over it. Stars is sort of like your white meat baby face, like, sort of like we're gonna stick by the rules. This is just we're, we're really just happy to be here, like, sort of like your main unit, more like Tikuchi Japan than your main unit, right? It's okay, um, Oeditai is sort of like your bullet club slash Suzuki gun, like, they're your heels, like, they're your um, through and through heels, although sometimes we don't take it seriously. See, Natsu and Session Moth. Um, <laughs> Then you have um, your TCS, which is sort of like your L.I.J. You have, like, Hanakamura, who's, like, your low-key most over-person in the promotion, even if they're not the best workers. And, like, you have your Konami and um, Jungle, it's sort of like your evil and Sonata, and it all works out okay. And then there's... Oh, fuck, I forgot the last ones. That's really... Queen's Quest, who are basically your chaos sort of, like, your tweeners.
0: Right, okay. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe Stars is set up by Mayu. Mayu, yeah. Um, Kagetsu heads up time For now. For now. Well, she doesn't anymore. It, it
1: until... looks like Nazi's going to be taking over, which is fucking weird.
0: <laughs> um, uh, Hanakamura heads up Tokyo Cyber Squads. Yeah. And Queen's Quest. Is that Momo? Momo, yeah. Yeah, what's an Abe? So, that's sort of the factions. Um, as for championships, um, the competitors themselves don't really sort of reference
1: the titles they just reference the color of the titles i know that's thing. i've been watching for months i don't know the actual names of the belts because i'm just like the red belt the white belt the black belts the multicolored belts etc etc um so currently these are the champions and the
0: championship so chris stop me if i've got any of this wrong but the main belt the red belt is the world of stardom championship and that's currently held by the face of stardom mayo it was Tani, and she's in a second reign, having just taken the belt off B Priestley, who's held it for the majority of the year.
1: Yeah, that fucking. Well, no, it was she's held it since like middle of the year. Kagetsu held it like. Until... I was
0: going to ask if Kagetsu had held it before. Kagetsu
1: was who B won it off, and it was like at Queen's Quest. Every year on Cinderella Tournament, we do like um, the factions organized for own show. Alright, oh, okay. And like Queen's Quest gave B a shot at the title, and she won it. It was really surprising. Apparently, I've, this was like just a few months before I started watching, it, so I don't know.
0: I've seen quite a lot of sort of obviously we run um, our or the podcast Twitter pages, and I saw quite a lot of negativity around b Pretty win with the title. Don't which, think do you think that's
1: fair? Okay. Um, she put on like consistent, like she was never, she was rarely the best match on the card, like, but like she was very consistent. She kept getting better, which like she got given it quite early on, so like. When mm. consider how, like, people forget how young Bee Priestley is because of how long she's been around, but she's younger than Osprey. and is still a well—I'd say a spring chicken. He has a back worse than Garth, but I'm—I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I've read somewhere that Bee Priestley's
0: like 23, I believe. It's super young, yeah, which is outstanding, really, considering how much she's achieved in that small amount of time. Um, so the Wonder of Stardom Championship, which is the white belt, uh, that's currently held by your favorite Arisa Hoshiki She gives me
1: so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now she left stardom for a while. To yeah, be... she was the star, and then she went away. She started a band called Fuck. What's it called? She wears the shirt, so I should really remember the name. Um, I think it's Unlimited Dream Navigator, is what she sings her own theme song. That's that's <laughs> such a long ass name. There's no need for the name to be that long. Udn.
0: Udn. That's, that's, such that's a... fine. That's quite a bad abbreviation. It's like N-t. and <laughs> um. I'll go through the actual Stardom Championships and then we'll go through yeah. other championships that are recognised by Stardom. So the next one is the Goddesses of Stardom Championship, which is your tag team belts. And they're currently held by the Tokyo Cyber Squad team of Jungle, Kiona and Konami.
1: Yeah, I'm glad Jungle has something.
0: From what I've seen, and admittedly, it is extremely limited. Um, I've seen a couple of matches leading up um, to this show and then obviously she was in the um not six man. Yeah, she was in a six man yeah. on this show. Or six woman, sorry. They're essentially the opener. Yeah. yeah, and she's she's excellent. I've got no no
1: issues with that at she's all. She's a bru she's in terms of like it's it's weird because she's in the LAJ. Like, this is why you can't do exact power left, but she's sort of like the Ishii. But she's like the big bruiser everyone loves, but like she's never getting the push. No, no, fair enough. Um and then we've got
0: the future of stardom championship, which is one of the two belts, three belts in fact, currently held by Utami Hayashashita.
1: The future of Saturn championship is wit-, it's wit. So it's like anyone below the age... Of- I'm trying to remember the exact ruling. It's like anyone below the age of 20 or anyone who's been wrestling less than two years. So like, yes, a year, less than two years. So like, Utami's on the verge of like just vacating it. Okay. But like, we'll get into this later, but Utami's fucking insane in terms of how good she is for how long she's been wrestling.
0: Yeah. And on the anniversary show later on this month, she's going to have an absolutely outstanding match, but we'll get into that. In a moment. And then finally, you've got the Artist of Stardom Championship, which is your six-man belts are not treated a damn side better than New <laughs> Japan's six-man's belt.
1: It's not hard. Like, we don't even have a promotion, and our six-man belts will be defended more.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Oh, my God. We should create them and then go around Blackpool <laughs> defending our six-man championship. It's like, Pinnace marks. Oh, fuck! <laughs> How did we lose our own belts? Um, but the Artist of Stardom Championships are held by Queen's Quest, the team of Yutami Hayashashita. Momo Watanabe and A Z M. Azumi. Oh, is it just Azumi? Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been it's, calling her but, AZM.
1: Yeah, like Kazuki at the beginning was his hate like hate ZK's It's it's, okay. it's it's a bit weird, I don't blame you for because like, 'cause you, I keep thinking there's no commentary thing so you've never heard it out loud. No, so, that's a good point. Um I literally don't blame you, it's just for because start and mark forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um other recognised championships obviously the S W A Undisputed World Women's Championship.
1: Uh, which is currently held again. But that's a weird one as well, because it can only be defended against someone of a different nationality. Right. So, like, her last defence, I may have missed a couple, because I don't watch, like, New Japan, if I just can't watch a Road uh, Road to Kurokin show, I'll skip it. But, like, her last defence I can think of was Zoe Lucas.
0: No, I remember that. I remember Zoe Lucas um, being beaten by it.
1: Uh, Fucking, she's useless. (laughs) No, seriously, like it speaks volumes up the Red Pro Women's Champion is so shit. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Like it's like her Spore Brat gimmick could be cool. killed. Like, like, how come everyone ever given a Spore Brat gimmick is shit? But then again, you know she is also hella young. She's uh, she is super young, but also like she didn't get better. She might get better though. She she might like she is super, but like Jamie Hayter went to Stardom and got better. Like B. briefly went there and got better. Zoe Lucas had a tour and didn't really get better. It'll be interesting if she comes back. Yeah, and like, doesn't even tour. like I think that Z- I haven't seen Zybrook's run really, but she went and got better. So and thats Zy Zy looks, that's great. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the thing. Well, now she's like standard, one of the standards of NXT UK. Mm. She just needs to get like that beyond that bubblegum babyface, and she'd be a champion yeah. contender.
0: Um, and then the high speed championship, which is currently held by the AEW women's
1: champion, Riho. Your high speed championship is so fun. Like, you wouldn't have seen a high speed championship <laughs> match yet, haven't you? Not yet. No, there wasn't one on this show. It's. Imagine. You know the speed of, like, old X Division matches? Mm-hmm. Imagine that on, like, times two speed. But, like, we don't do crazy. It's mostly, like, quick dashes to get a pin rather than, like, big moves. But yeah. it's not, like, power moves. But, like, you... Hazuki made a rule while she was champion, and it was hilarious, is, like, anyone, um, fast and with abs.
0: (laughs) That's amazing. What a ruling that is.
1: The thing is that didn't, because Def Yamasan beat her for the championship. Well, that that, that rule clearly didn't hold. (laughs) You know when you said before we came on yeah, but she's one of those people we'll get to
0: her. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, before we came on air, you said I've got some I've got loads of questions to ask you about what you think about certain people. That's one. He's one of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll get on to that in a minute. Um but they've just announced a high speed tournament, haven't they, as well? Like yeah. a round robin. Yeah,
1: that's gonna be really fun because but they don't last long, with really fast matches. Like there's a triple threat, last high speed match because again I don't want they're normally defended on like um I think the last one defended on a Corican show was the one where Rio actually won it. Right, and yeah. it was not long, like seven minutes, maybe. Nice. Okay. But the last thing about Stardom: they're much shorter matches than we're used to as New Japan fans. Yeah. Um,
0: couple more things then about watching Stardom, and this is something coming again from a new fan. Obviously, Stardom will—they have their own streaming service, which is extremely helpful. Um, it's actually. A lot easier to navigate than people think it is. No, it's, what, it's in year and then you just scroll through the exactly. year. Exactly. It's, it's a lot easier to navigate than AJPW see, top, we've, we've air always,
1: TV. We've always had it like that. But we actually yeah, New Japan recently got better. We've had like we haven't now had the yeah. years I mean that but like um because they switched provider, not all their back catalogue is on there. Mm. Which it, which was like uh so it was almost a killer for me like a year ago when I first got somewhat interested. Because I was like, well, I want to watch I Because it was that. It was like, you're sure I I was Sane, like, yeah. I want to watch that. But then I was like, but really, like, they're not the current product. I, I'd want to see the current product. So
0: Yeah, no, I... No. That's fair enough. Although, Io Shirai could be recovered. Though, yeah, if you are to believe what is being said, Io Shirai might well be on her way back to stardom for big money. She's missing that good, evil dick. Honestly, did not
1: realise that evil and Io Shirai were engaged. Isn't it like, as soon as you hear that, it's like, that makes too much sense. It makes complete sense, yeah, absolutely. It's like hearing, like, Sonata was... Eddie Guerrero's illegitimate love child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he went to New Japan and got frisky with one of the locals. <laughs> um,
0: so on stone where you get to it's very very easy to navigate. You go to the uh, year... Your and then all the matches. Their matches are loaded up individually. They are not loaded up in one show, though they are in a set, so mm. it is quite easy to yeah, obviously navigate thing, to the next like,
1: match. Watch next, then it's... Yeah,
0: it's, exactly. Very, very, you very easy. You don't even
1: need to like click the translate button to navigate. No, it's that, really it's, easy. It's really intuitive, yeah.
0: Um, something else as well, all the promos and everything are translated into English and yeah. have English subtitles. But, that is incredibly helpful in uh, working
1: out storylines for a newcomer. It, Believe it or not, it looked like they were dropping that. <laughs> they're, not do- they're not doing that now, but like in the middle of the five-star um, Grand Prix, it looked like we were about to drop it, and pe- And then people were like, well, I'm cancelling, and they panicked and brought the dude back that, because like, seriously, like, if I just wanted to watch really good matches with no context, I'd just go on YouTube, you know what?
0: Yeah, exactly. You'd go and watch You know, All Japan or Pro Wrestling Noah from well, the do. noughties. Well, you do. Yeah, that <laughs> is a good point. Um, and... Another thing as well, and again, this this is going to go one of two ways. Either it will put you off completely, or or otherwise it will help you immerse yourself in the match. I find it a bit jarring to start off with is that we don't. It's not just Japanese commentary and no English. You don't no have commentary. any commentary but at all. Have commentary,
1: um, but here's the thing, though. Stardom mostly go for like Japanese audiences for a live crowd, and then mm-hmm. like internationally for. Yeah. Now, I think if you look at Stardom on subscriptions, it could be wrong, but it's like almost half and half. Yeah. I mean like at that point, like why bother if most of your fans aren't Japanese speakers anyway. And also since all the stories all the promos are subtitles, you're not losing out on apart from like maybe move names. Yeah, potentially. But but, like quite frankly the Fire Pro DLC has helped (laughs) helped (laughs) Which by the way, very quickly I need to rant about this the most overpriced for what you get DLC. I,
0: I still bought it. But... Obviously, because you're a massive, massive stardom, Mark. <laughs> and
1: a massive, I have 860 hours in Row. And that's just for PC version. I also have the PS4 version. Why uh, do you have both? Because the PS4 true. version was on sale, Rob. I'd be losing money if I didn't buy it. <laughs> <Idiots>. <laughs> but No, no it literally, it's, literally, it's because I have the mod pack on um, one, and you can't play career mode with the mod pack. 'Cause it cra it barks your safe out. So you can't play stardom in No, you can't. You just can't play the New Japan career mode. So right. like literally I got it was like fifteen quid on PSN, so I was like, well I'm gonna get the fifteen quid PSN version so I can play career mode. Right. So okay. like, could yeah, a career a good career Mode worth fifteen quid. So.
0: Yeah. Alright. Um you, you do potentially miss out on that, but then or rather than all Japan who have decided that no No English... graphics.
1: No graphics at all. No Nothing. English fan
0: should enjoy this product.
1: <laughs> no no, apparently no one should. Because the fucking dude who does the what what is normally his name? The ring announcer, that's normally his name. He fucking speaks so lowly that he can't hear. You can't quite in... pick up what he says, no. No, exactly. And to be fair, they also don't put the, like they don't put the names in like and England, I know like in New Japan, it's, it's all like Okada, Kazuchika instead of Kazuchika, Okada. Yeah. But like, down, so like someone mentioned, um, I forget his name, but like the Dragon Gate guy who was in the junior tournament in all um, Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I but know. we yeah. should remember his name because he won. <laughs> Ka- right. You carry on. I'm going to try. And um, But he was like, oh, so you know him. Uh, I was talking to someone I know who likes Dragon Gate. It's like, oh, so you know him there. I'm like, wait, what? I'd look Google and say oh he's Dragon guy, I don't want Dragon it. it's like yeah but it was in the Old Japan Korokan show I'm like oh fuck I'm so sorry <laughs> he's that really good one because New J- Japan have really bad juniors Um, Yokosuka yeah there we go who's like uh, who, so you know him I'm like oh fuck yeah sorry they have the names in the wrong order so my brain didn't immediately go it's like yeah. and I'm not being funny but if you have like the translation option there anyway it shouldn't be that hard to flip them no I agree Um. But then again, all Japan have enough problem drawing domestically, so don't blame them for not going for an international market.
0: Basically, what we're saying here is, if anyone from Stardom ever ends up listening to this podcast, we are available to do commentary. Oh,
1: mate, fucking... I'm, I'm, I finish uni in May, I'm going to need a fucking job. Please. I will do it for pennies. <laughs> I just need to shut my CV. <laughs> I think you might need to drop the swearing. I'll tell you what, we'll do, we'll, do it. <laughs> we'll do it twice. We'll do an over-18. Because, 18... <laughs> to be fair, when you, you've watched a couple of progress shows now. How how much more impactful is it when Glenn Joseph goes, Holy shit! It is. It's really impactful, isn't it? I imagine someone like Session Moth would
0: be well into that. Yeah, no. As would Jamie Hayter.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, basically I'll be Gaijin's. Yeah, but, absolutely. But, but, um, fucking... Tam Nakano looks like she's never heard a swear word in her life.
0: Yeah, Tam Nakano looks incredibly sweet until she starts kicking you in the fucking head. Oh yeah,
1: and but to be fair, Hanakamara probably love it, because during the five-star Grand Prix... I do. Um, So during the five-star Grand Prix, she was like, um, <laughs> Today I'm facing Tam, the shitty little trash panda. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing.
0: So, we are here today basically to review... The one show, really, and then Chris has obviously got some notes on the New Year Stars shows that have been going on at the beginning of January. And then you have the January 4th show. And then I have the January 4th show as well. And we've also got some notes based on uh, what's happened in the year-end climax uh, leading into the anniversary show as well. Uh, But we're going to go for the year-end climax 2019, which took place on Christmas Eve from Corican Hall with an attendance of 1,330. Four, that's more that... than all
1: japan I, I know i know it is it's a decent run it's a decent and show fair, this is like a more more consistent than all japan like if you look at our race <laughs> i don't know if you put them up yet but our ratings from the january 3rd yeah the one of violent giants no i'll be second um the where, violent giants versus zeus yeah like where yeah. back card did not pick up until the junior matches started no, I agree. It was a. It was very much a card of two Whatever halves. Like fucking, I thought Tajiri could still go. Fuck, was I was
0: wrong. Jesus, yeah. That, no, I agree. Um, but this this card as a whole um, was really good. That's, when, um, that's
1: when I'm trying to. It's really consistent.
0: Yeah, I mean, the cage match rating at the moment stands at eight point one four,
1: That's the if, current rating. I mean, when I don't trust Adam fans with ratings, though. Well, there's like, a couple of things
0: that I take issue with in a couple of these matches. So we'll uh, we'll, we'll get into that. That
1: one was. Stardom fantasy to pretend there's no like issues with stardom. They're actually it's like reality, they're, like, they're much like New Japan and WWE in the sense that they are quite predatory with um, merch because that's where they make most of their money. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I th- I'm pretty sure everyone on there is making a li- uh, living wage. Well, a, a wage they can live on, whether it's a living wage. Is... No, nah, I agree. It's not. It's. Not up to public scrutiny because it's not public, but you know everyone seems to be living all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true.
0: Um, should we dive into this card then? Yeah. So we started with a dark match, the six-man tag match. A dark match that was uploaded. Yeah, which was <laughs> uploaded, therefore completely rendering the need it's, for dark match. It's
1: because it's before like the opening ceremony. No, and... yeah, I agree. Where hanakamura attached it, the... <laughs> it was amazing. Head of Bushi we'll Road. <laughs>
0: So it was the team of three eight three eight tags, so Saya Alida, Saya Kamati- Kamatani, sorry, and it's Suki Hoshino defeating the Queen's Quest team of Hina and Leo Onozaki and Rina in eight minutes and five seconds.
1: Chris, what did you think of this match? Apparently Sia is my age. I do not believe that for a second. I sent I sent you a photo to be group Doesn't she look like fifteen? I don't think it's the fact that she looks 15. I think it's the fact that you look 35. <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's for confidence boost is why I come to see you guys every year. <laughs> <laughs> I've stopped getting ID'd now, which is awful. That's because you've got a massive beard no, and a massive not, head of hair. It's not just that. The glasses do add, like, age to my face. Oh, my
0: God. they do. You can't see this because it's a podcast and only audio content. But genuinely, Chris wearing glasses is a completely different animal than the Chris well, wearing a, no glasses. I've, t- I've
1: tried these of my bad glasses as I was telling about the last podcast. Um, like the square ones you see me in square ones in like my profile picture. don't I still look young with the square ones? Well, I look younger. <laughs> you look younger than me, but well, I mean like that's not hard. you're so fucking 65, but <laughs> I mean I'm 29. But that's. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, let's go with that mate you're pushing middle aged uh... <laughs> exactly. Um, but this match, um, what did you think? Honestly, I'm gonna give you a tip right now. For most, um, apart from when these guys are uh, featured in with major stars, of like putting a tournament or something like that, ignore these matches. Yeah. They are like they are basically young line matches. They're five minutes, so that you're not losing anything. You do like just want to watch a full card, yeah. but like for the most part, they're all pretty standard. They basically show what we learned in class this week, and like you'll see their progress when they get up to. Yeah. Um. Both places. Like, I will. I will say that these, pe- um, these ra- these workers, they are very young. Like, some. I think the youngest on there's fourteen. I know. To be fair, you can. not One of the people in one of the main card matches are fourteen. So. Yeah, you could tell that though. To be fair. Yeah. No. That's the thing. We don't try to make them look older, which I kind of, I kind of respect, but also it's Japan, so kind of. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's just, it's
1: mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. Boggling. The thing is, though, like, if you... I know, like, in Japan, it's probably a weird thing. Uh, it's, like, there's it probably people who are weird about it, but, like, over here, I'm just of like, these are better than half the people I see at local shows. Mm. They've got... The, they're a tremendous talent. Um, it's, it's because it's, like, a dojo training system.
0: So. I was just going to ask, is there a name that is given to these... You know, like, they are referred the ha- to as Young Lions. No, they're
1: kind of just, like, the young ones.
0: They're just the young ones. They're just yeah, put like, on at the start of the show. Like the rookies, yeah.
1: Like the sort of like, there's like unofficial. I don't think there's an official name. I'd know if it was commentary. Called... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that mean, is true. Ironically enough, but right. um, yeah, it's just a lot of drop kicks. So we pull out some cool moves. They all they're all amazing for their age. Yeah, I'll say that because they're fucking like I have nieces older than these people. So I'm mm. not gonna have a niece that's my age, but you know <laughs> what? My, my oldest brother's 38, so.
0: Ah, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, we moved on then to the main card, and this started with a ceremony held by the owner of Bushi Road. This did not go over well. <laughs> no, it did not go over well, particularly with one member of the Stardom roster.
1: Okay, very quickly, um, it's worth mentioning right now Bushi Road has changed up how they run and Joss. Okay. Because you didn't it's because you watched the Tamaritha match earlier mm-hmm. this year. Um, you didn't notice the set design is different, that's debuted on this show and this is the first Corican show since Oh, okay. So like they've they're coming out like a normal wrestling show as opposed to before where we had the ramp. Like at first I didn't like it but as I went through the through the show, I'm like, Well to be fair the old stardom ramp for Korokin looks shite. So like I'd rather have like the more <clears throat> traditional Corrigan look in that case because it makes them look a bit. Because it's right, fair, this is the fullest I've ever seen for a Saddam chair. Sure. It
0: it was it was lit very well. I think that helped. But yeah. you know you're no, that's, pulling. best thing
1: is not a lot of the time because like they'll do the dive and they'll do the dive on like the right side of the rink mm. from the hard cab, and then they'd look up slightly and you'd see all the empty
0: seats. Well, there was a couple of dives and you could see just how close the
1: audience were to the to no, the ring exactly but to be to be completely fair it's not all japan don't sell out um korokan like even noah who uh who just did well in sumo don't always sell out korokan so it's like the only it's it's worth mentioning when New japan do have a somewhat monopoly right now and yeah. in some ways that for western audiences that fine i'm sure for japanese audience audiences that's really frustrating but um Honestly, I like. I saw people complaining about it because like they're really scared World are going to fuck Stardom, and to be fair, I'm slightly scared they're just going to turn Stardom into New Japan because that's just not the style. No, but like this show sort of delayed from my my years because like this definitely wasn't New Japan. No, it's just it was just it was your typical Stardom show. No, exactly. But I see no, in terms of like just pure con in terms of production, I see a difference in terms of like pure content. Honestly, it's just production values is what's changing because there's also like this is the first Stardom show I've seen in a while. I think I've missed the last few shows with. Um, sponsors on the rink yes and honestly i do like that i yeah. think it makes it look more legit because like you know like ufc has like sponsors on the so yeah. i honestly have literally like i liked it when impact did it when they had sponsors on there and then tna were like no one wants to sponsor tna <laughs> who have a pay-per-view this week that I didn't realize oh no they have a pay-per-view this weekend it's tomorrow isn't it hard to kill yeah Oh. We should stay, No, I said we should stay up. You're going home. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm not stopping for it. Um, so, it's RVD versus Callahan. That's, that's going to be shite. No, it's not. It's versus Tessa. <laughs> Is it? Fucking, when's, when's RVD versus Callahan? that's been advertised to me? I, wasn't that at the Bash at the Brewery show? That probably was. It speaks for him if you do not trust RVD to draw anymore. That's because he makes out with his girlfriend, and that is it. To be completely fair, I kind of in- I kind of enjoy it. He's sort of like I'm an old man with money, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking, he's the Godfather now. He's like the high Godfather. <laughs> um,
0: so we had this, obviously this um, <laughs> this opening ceremony, right. which was bizarre.
1: What pissed me off? He was like, I never saw a show before November first when we purchased it. I'm like. Fuck you! So you're so you're literally just going. Yeah, we're trying to create a monopoly.
0: Fuck! You. I didn't. I didn't see it like that. I saw it as a moment where you know people are a little bit unsure of the Bushiro purchase, and they're sort of leaning into that to you know get people like Kanakamura who came out to bash this guy in the fucking head. You know, just that little bit more momentum, and yeah, even build yeah. her up even more. I don't think it's um, I, the chances of them never having seen a starter match before making this huge purchase. Well, nah, maybe I don't like he
1: it. personally didn't, but like everyone, like I was just just going people, to say. Uh, here's the thing, well, um, in terms of like tradi- like we still had the photo ops of Rossi going into the mm. title match. So like traditions haven't changed. So like. Honestly, this if this this would be like Busi big statement, their first big show and, uh mm. and like with the exception of production values, nothing's really changed. So no, nothing at all, and I,
0: I don't think there will be. There's been rumblings for years and years and years and years and years about an IWGP Women's Division, and I think I don't remember. I think many people are seeing
1: the Busi purchase of Sodom mm. as a step towards that. I. Reason they don't. Want, people seem to assume when you say don't want that, you say, and it's like it's because they don't want one of them in New Japan product. If Stardom had sh- had matches on New Japan, I'd be very happy about that. You can attest to that from when it was announced and there will be wrestling in yeah. Tokyo Dome, um, and then how annoyed it was when it was a tap. But um, I, New Japan can barely book the divisions they have. So I don't want them to add another division on that, that they went, which will then be in the process of not being able to book properly because they're spending too much time on the bigger divisions. Which I don't blame them, but like, look, look where the junior division is, and I understand like um, the Stardom is bigger, but like, they'll get maybe one title match a tour, maybe. That's what I was thinking. I think if
0: they were to create, say, you know, the IWGP uh, Women's Championship was created. And it effectively was just another stardom championship. I think it would probably be defended on stardom shows and then on maybe you get it on a Dominion, a King Pro Wrestling honestly, and a Wrestle Kingdom.
1: I'd say sure, but like stardom has too many championships. So like honestly, just have yeah. like the red belt defended on like the Undercovered and Taku or something. And then...
0: Like- I think they did it right this year by... It's a match that's not going to be televised. So let's just get our biggest names. Mewe Iwatani, mm-hmm. Iwatani, Arissa. Hannah Kimura, and then Julia for some reason. Um, <laughs> let's let's get them all we'll, in a match we'll and so showcases. We'll get
1: on to Julia. Oh yeah. we'll get on to Julia. Anyway, so like uh, Hannah came out going, You don't even follow me on Twitter? He's like, Oh fuck, do I not follow you on Twitter? And then she slaps him and leaves and it was great.
0: Because not the per- it's not the purchase of uh of Stardom that Hannah Kimura has an issue with, it's her Twitter followers. Well
1: yeah, fucking
0: Obviously she... gotta get did them you know, followers. Did
1: you notice when like this um, there was seventeen minutes of like darkness after?
0: Yes, I did notice. That was a
1: weird formatting error, wasn't it?
0: It was a little bit. It was like someone forgot to turn off the recording equipment. I remember when
1: I first pressed play, I'm like, oh, fuck, we have fucking 20 minutes of this.
0: That's what I thought as well. Um, though, to be fair, I did think when I first started watching it that the Hazuki uh, retirement match was going to be 50 minutes. And I was like, that's bollocks. No. What?
1: It meant just the ceremony,
0: Yeah, obviously, I forgot about the ceremony. But this was followed by the opening of the main card with a six-man tag team match with a Ueda Tai team of Jamie Hayter, Session Moth Martina, and Natsu Samir defeating the Tokyo Cyber Squad team of Death Yamasan, Jungle Kiona, and Ruaka in seven minutes and 30. Fourteen seconds.
1: So I have several questions, but the character in this match, I'll go on to i have to the most egregious at the end. So Simuri, what do you think? Um, she is the Japanese Martina. She. Last thing, she didn't used to be. She used to just be a sex pervert. But then Martina came over and got and um, took her out in the session and was <laughs> It
0: was it was literally just watching three women go out on Christmas night. To try and find a decent karaoke think, bar so they could drunk sing Fairy Tale in New York.
1: It it well um, um so very quick quickly, um hater isn't always like that. When like when hater's in like a serious match, he's a fucking bruiser. You've she's, seen hater
0: in AEW. So. I've seen hater in AEW and I've seen her. In a couple of tag matches mm-hmm. in Stardom, I've never seen her in a singles match, but she strikes me as someone who could be an absolute
1: beast in when that division she, when she's older. <laughs> when she's older, because she is another one who was only had a stupidly young. She had a white belt match um, against Arisa, which was it was pretty good. It was you can tell sort of um, Jamie's still a tiny bit green, but like you can see the potential in it, which which like, has me really excited. I can see that being.
0: That will be a great match in a few years. Yeah. At the moment, I can see that as being quite a clash um, of styles. Hater got a surprise win in the um, five star. So, you told me about this. You said of all the people to beat Teresa, why have Jamie Hayter This is her? B-
1: this is before like, Jamie Hater started showing her potential. Yeah. You have to understand, before she came to Salem, the only exposure I had to her was she got squashed by a think Viper on an NXT UK show I went to. Right, okay. So, like, was a weird one to bring up because, like, you have a million ICW talents to squash. Why not squash one of them? Yeah, and Jamie Hayter doesn't strike. You look at her; she doesn't instantly strike you as she, jobber. She strikes me as half a girl. Of the match worth on Tinder, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> just
0: terrifying.
1: <laughs> um, um, so, um. You know Session Moth, you like Session Moth. I like
0: Session. It's impossible not to like Session Moth. She's just a good time wherever yeah, she goes.
1: She's... I saw her, I saw her, I once saw her in a match against Viper and Viper threatened her with children. It was amazing. <laughs> um and um so Jungle Kiona, isn't she just She's great. I is not it like such a misfortune, misjustice but she's not being pushed?
0: In this match, I mean it's a it's a seven minute six woman tag. Yeah. So But most not... lariats... The lariats were great. She was she was the best she was the main match. part of this match.
1: No also like her entrance would begun. gone. I think. Then again, all the main there's like three men it's sort of like in R.J. where you have like Night O, Sonada, Evo is you have sort of like And then everyone else ha- around them. Yeah, so, so you sort of like Hannah, Konami, um Um yeah,
0: I, I thought she was great. I just again it was more about the Ohio Tide common uh <laughs> comedy. In yeah. this, you know, the drinking, the spitting and, out all the alcohol onto the umbrella and stuff also, like that.
1: Death Yamasan <laughs> <sighs> Right, so, do you have questions?
0: Okay, she,
1: so... Very quickly, during Tag doing tag League, um, Death Yamasan infected Hannah. I, I saw this. I saw the face paint. I mean, Death
0: Yamasan is a very small person who... Just
1: shouts, Death! Death! Yamas, hand death! death! Yeah, death! <laughs> and. She doesn't even do it in time. No, like, she doesn't. Don't, don't do the moves if you can't do it in time.
0: <laughs> She's literally doing this dance routine with her hands and saying death at points that don't match with the hand gestures, and it's all very frustrating. And it takes away from the fact that she's,
1: a, you know, a semi-alright wrestler. That's I, every time I talk to like a Stardom fan, before I have to block them because it turns out they're fucking creeps half the time. But um, no, seriously, I yeah, have no problem how hard it is to find a safe space to talk about Stardom. But uh, she's, but like, oh, she's actually a really accomplished Joshi, Rasha. I'm like, I don't care what she did in the past. I'm not watching what she did in the past.
0: Honestly, it is. <sighs> she is one of the reasons that I have to vehemently defend why I like pro wrestling.
1: To be completely fair, the only people I ever need to actually defend my love of wrestling from is um, my brother, and he's a cunt anyway. So, like, I'm just sort of like... He literally walked in, I was watching New Japan, and was like, faking gay. I'm like, why do you think I like it? <laughs> <laughs> that was my two favourite things. <laughs> Um. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing really
0: to say about this match. It was a comedy match for like
1: um umbrella to counter the beer.
0: I did like the yeah. It was all building towards that, wasn't it? I did like that. I feel
1: sorry for Jungle because, like, if you look at all like the stardom jokes, are you checking Newcastle again?
0: I'm sorry. I'm checking the Newcastle goal because it should, in theory, be full time. Um, uh, we're still one-one with Wolves for anyone who gives a
1: shit. Jungle. Uh, every time you see, like, uh, one of those stardom memes where, like, it's four people about to attack one person, it's always jungle in the middle of it, going, ah! She... <laughs> so, like, I keep feeling sorry for her. Yeah. But also, um, I liked how she finally fought back against this. And then Natsu picked up the win for something. <laughs> I guess it's because it was basically a young boy on the other side, but, like, um... yeah. I... <sighs> also, if um, the post-match promo, when Saki turned is to be believed... Um, she's going to be leading away to Tyson.
0: I just, I don't... There
1: wasn't really a lot
0: what, of momentum to be had what after you th- this match.
1: What did you think of her um, Bronco Buster?
0: This was something I was going to bring up, yeah. And then her Bronco Buster, I assume, is sort of stemming from her sex pervert gimmick from yeah. before. Um, Bronco Buster not- and then just rubbing her crotch, in the face of, I believe it was Ruaka.
1: Yeah, which is disturbing because she's underage. But um, yeah. also, um, sometimes her eyes go back to the back of her skull.
0: It's It was very peculiar, and then Session Moth joined Join in. in. Oh, but she often does that.
1: And then we invited Jamie, which to be fair, we don't normally do.
0: Yeah, so at least Jamie was included this time, but I think Jamie missed. Um, <laughs>
1: she's not used to getting some.
0: So there you go. We, uh, yeah, it was, it was a weird first match to watch, I'll be perfectly honest.
1: Yeah, this probably was... Like, if I was to choose somewhere for you... Then again, I did say disco watch, for, but I expected you to skip the undercard because I didn't think you'd be wanting to do a podcast. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then I surprised you, and you were all like,
1: yay! Yes. In so, yeah, this next match should have been the opener.
0: It should have been. Uh, the Artist of Stardom title match with Queen's Quest, the current champions, AZM... Azumi. Azumi, thank you. Momo Watanabe and Yutami Hayashishita... Defeating the stars team of Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Tam Nakano in eleven minutes and fifty-two seconds.
1: So very quickly, the speed of which Starlight and Azumi start. Every single bit of Starlight Kid Exchange was great. No, that's the both Starlight and Azumi were lightning because they're 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 basically who the high-speed championship was made for. So.
0: Yeah. The problem that I have with the exchanges is that some of it, and this is an issue I have with the match later on as well. Quite botchy. Not necessarily botchy. It was, don't get me wrong, I am not one of those people that thinks wrestling is real. I am perfectly aware Contrised. that it is choreographed. But there is a way of making it look like it's not choreographed. Whereas there was bits in this match, and don't get me wrong, I, you can't blame Exhaustion, it was eleven minutes, uh, nearly no, 12 minutes long. But there were bits in this match, and I think it was between Starlight Kid and Azumi, where it was very obvious they knew what move was coming next, and it was a routine, as opposed to it being a natural match. So say like, you know, and I know I'm comparing apples to oranges here, but the the towel match, Mayutami and Kagetsu, at no point did I feel like I knew or they knew what move was coming next. The same with the Arisa and Konami match, or even the um, Hanukkah and Julian match to a lesser extent, because that was more of a brawl. But yeah, it was very much a case of waiting for the next move, blocking it, just that milliseconds pause, mm-hmm. and it, it happened quite a lot. And that's why I asked you before the podcast if Starlight Kid was one of those rookies that we were talking about before, because yeah, I noticed both, it more with both,
1: her. They're both quite young. She's not. She's been wrestling on us about being a rookie, but at the end of the day, she's been going like maybe three or four years. So. Mm, okay, like she's not. Like that's the point where most people we'll become young lions. Yeah. So like we can't. On, and to be honest, as since this is basically what the high three championship is. Yeah. It's sort of like an X-Division type thing. So like, as a sideshow, I'm fine with it, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, it was um, fine. Like, as long as it's not for the title, I'm honestly fine with that. Um, there's actually some King's Road shit where, we still, where both Azumi and Starlight started kicking out of each other's finishes. Yes. Yeah, they did. It was at weird. One, at one. Yeah, to be honest, because they're paired up in every fucking tag match. I mean...
0: Starlight Kid, I mean you look at how she's you know, how she's built, she's not a power she's not power game. She's
1: not like it's not like Masala kicking out at one or anything. Exactly.
0: I mean, even compared to Azumi, yeah it's it's not like she is a power game. So Honestly, to have her kick took, out of any finisher
1: at one is very If Starlight took off her mask and with my ten year old, Nathan like that makes too much sense. It well, makes complete well, sense. Well, when the fuck have you been going to Japan? But um yeah, but was one thing I liked from Starlight in this match which was the six one nine fake out into another six one nine.
0: Yeah, she tried the six one nine through the top and middle rope. Yeah. Missed that or whoever it was moved. I think it was um...
1: she very literally just like flopped to the bottom and she was like, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it was on Momo, but I could be wrong. And then she obviously flopped to the middle and the bottom rope did it yeah. then. Um there was a moment where um Stars did the dives onto the outside on Queen's Quest. Oh, And fucking Starlight almost necked herself. Starlight Honestly, she dived into the crowd. I don't know if she misjudged the jump or if whoever was catching her didn't catch her right or quarter too low, but honestly, I feared for her life. Yeah, geez, it guys. was terrifying.
1: Um, I like Tam Nakano's Matrix shit. Tam
0: Nakano. <laughs> and then she did that with, I think, Utami, and Utami did the same. Yeah. Um, Tam Nakano looked great. For the very very little time she was actually in the ring, That's her kicks look great. I think
1: a lot of whenever Azumi and Starlight are about, but everyone else is all like, oh.
0: <laughs> give them the time to sort of improve.
1: I think it's more, oh, we can take a break.
0: Yeah, she did the DDT sort of double team as well, which is quite cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, what do you think of Momo? Great. She is great. She apparently she's one of those people Bushi Road aren't going to push. She's the white, but she's who Arisa won the white. But then again, she's getting a title shot. Spoilers. But, uh, Spoilers,
0: yeah. I was just going to say. But yeah, she um, she seemed great. She seemed put together. She seemed... She's only like
1: 19, 20 years old.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. This roster's absolutely mental. Oh, that thing.
1: The, the um, combined age of either of these teams is younger than gaffes. <laughs> Amazing. Um, we're just going to the bullying until he gets here because yeah, we still need to pay him for the room.
0: <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I still need to pay him for the room, of course.
1: Um, what do you think of? By the way, Itami with a deadlift, German. Jesus Christ, she's absolutely savage. She's a fucking monster, isn't she? She really is, and um, she doesn't look it, does she? She just looks like a regular person.
0: The fact that she is as young as she is, and as inexperienced. effectively inexperienced In green, and you as she, she ma- is,
1: she sh- doesn't look green.
0: But she's everything she does is quite seamless. She does everything very well. Again, the entire Queen's Quest team seemed very, very good, very slick, um, apart from the odd exchange of Starlight Kid, which I brought up before. But overall, this match was, you know, it was great at what it was, just being your standard 12-minute six-man tag team Better. title defense,
1: Better. six-woman. Better than ninja. It's... Far better it's, than um, New But it's because um the Stardom roster is so small but they have to put They have to put emphasis on every title, I understand. No, that's it's not just that, they have to put stars in every division because otherwise No, I agree
0: with that. I agree with that. Like
1: you see Rhea, who's like probably the biggest international star they have because of AEW. Yeah. Um she's like the fifth biggest champion, so I mean there's a
0: lot of championships lot of that championships. we went through at the start, considering <laughs> the roster is relatively small compared to yeah. most companies
1: what do you think of mama's finisher the peach sunrise um disgusting isn't it yeah
0: absolutely horrendous and <laughs> was it saki who got pinned i think so
1: which makes sense
0: because she... yes it was it was saki Kashima that got the only pinned one we haven't really and up. she landed so high on her neck Oh, if you if you don't like this, you don't like anything. May whether does, but oh no, trust me, I know. But it was I don't know whether it was the way she landed or if she just landed a little bit funny because yeah. I know she's, you're supposed to land on like the top of your shoulders and bottom part of your neck.
1: Sometimes we just ignore that. Advice yeah, fuck it, why not? But um, I feared for her safety. To be honest with Saki, <laughs> um, Jesus, Saki's Sa- one of those. I'm trying to think of someone like Dove Ziggler, really good at moves, not good at anything else. <laughs> like, not good
0: at putting a story together
1: no, in the ring. That's think Saki is good at. Her moves. Like and Blaze is sort of the best comparison, I think. Okay. Well like her moves are like really good, really crisp. But like I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um we'll move on then. Um next was the Hazuki Retirement match and we'll get into a little bit of this in a moment. Um, with Natsuka Tora defeating Hazuki in 40 minutes and 49 seconds you assume from a retirement match that this person is either a veteran or they've been wrestling a long time or well, you know they've just come to the point where you know their body has just given out you know look at Manabu Nakanishi for example however Hazuki is 22 years old she's my age and she
1: is retiring from wrestling Piers think she's always made clear that wrestling is to be a stage in her life.
0: Yeah, she's sorry, I've got the uh, official um <laughs> I've got the official wrestling observer um thing about Kagetsu and Hazuki if ah. I can find it.
1: Um the thing what was Hazuki when I read a, a month ago when this was um announced that she just wanted wrestling to be part of her life and not her whole life. And she was like, well, I've wrestled in MSG. That was basically my dream. So,
0: And she's done that at 22 years old, which is just absolutely ridiculous. The official then um, wrestling observer, obviously, Hazuki and... You forgetting you your subscribe to the Observer. I am, yeah. Um, so, for those who don't know, um, Kagetsu, who was in the main event, uh, she retired, well, she announced her retirement the following day. So Christmas Day, she announced that she'd be retiring from stardom. Um, and retiring from wrestling Um, and basically it came as a little bit of a shock to people Um, so this is what Dave Meltzer has to say because it links in actually with the announcement that Hazuki would be retiring as well. So, Kigetsu27, who held the World of Stardom title. She's only
1: 27? She's 27. She
0: looks 40. She, and honestly, I thought she was older than that. She moves incredibly, but we'll get to that in the main event. Who held the World of Stardom title in the early part of this year announced her retirement on Christmas Day. This came after losing a power struggle and also ties into the retirement of Hazuki. Kigetsu, born Yukara Ashino, quit high school after 9th grade to become a wrestler with the Sendai Girls promotion and debuted at 15 and was a full-timer at 16. She left Sendai Girls in 2015, joined Stardom in 2016. She held a number of titles, the biggest being the World of Stardom title, which she won on June 9th 2018 from Tony Storm and held it until May fall 2019 when she lost it to Beat Priestley, which of course we mentioned earlier. Her last match in Stardom will be on the 26th of January in her home city of Osaka and she will be promoting a retirement show on her own on the 24th of February in Osaka. Hazuki retired with her last match on Christmas Eve. Of course, this is what we're uh, reviewing now at Karakuan Hall. Kigetsu was in charge of training all the women and Hazuki was her best student and then became her most trusted ally. In a sense, Hazuki, because of that, also had significant locker room power. Kagetsu's management styles compared to that of Bill Watts, and that doesn't fly in today's world. She was finding people when they were late and taking away their personal time. Management stepped in once and told them not to do that, but she continued to do the same thing. Most of the women came to management to protest Kagetsu being in charge. A vote was held, and Kagetsu was voted out as the head trainer and locker room boss with her out of power, both Kagetsu and Hazuki lost interest in the company. Hazuki decided to retire basically feeling that wrestling in Madison Square Garden in April was a goal that she had achieved, but that also explains Kigetsu constantly badmouthing the new owner since Bushi Rhodes' purchase was announced, which led to her announcing her retirement, putting a positive spin on it by saying stardom is in good hands with Mayu in charge. For the public, Kigetsu said her retirement had nothing to do with Hazuki, and that Hazuki's retirement may have been due to more difficult times than pleasant ones.
1: Well, she did allude to that promo, which was auntie. But like it's we're talking a lot about retirement. There's not a ton to talk about in this match. Other than Hazuki refused to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. Um. Great
0: match. Great singles match. Um. It made me quite sad that this is the last time I'm going to see Hazuki. I think she has a lot to offer wrestling. But the if, last
1: I kept seeing, I think you're gonna because she had a match against Arisa earlier this year. and mm-hmm. That was like nine out of ten. Great stuff. And yeah, it's just it's fucking. It's like losing me from PodMania. It's like so much young talent. God. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you are definitely the youngest and most talented of our uh, of our podcast hosts. I mean certainly
1: Young Lion did used to outdraw your impact reviews.
0: It did, yes, it did. <laughs> um perhaps not the wisest thing we ever did. Um but yeah, it, I think Azuki and she carried on, she was she was nailed on World of Stardom Champion.
1: Yeah, and that's when white um white belt was her minimum. So
0: Yeah. yeah. And but fair play to her, if she's able to walk away, you know, saying she's achieved a dream and everything. It's a shame if both Hazuki and Kagetsu's retirement has been
1: sort of forced because of. But honestly, with Kagetsu if she was running like Bill Watts, fuck off. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I honestly, think I'd rather, in Kagetsu's case, I'd rather have the loss of talent than the abuse of talent. But at the same time, if Hazuki did get cro- caught up a crossfire, which to be fair is basically hearsay. Exactly, we're simply just going off what Dave Mals has reported. There. It's essentially Heisei, and the official word is she just wanted to be it to be a and to be fair, she said that a few times before, I believe. So like I'm willing to go along with that Freud's argument just for the sake of ending it. Um I'm surprised I am both surprised and not surprised about Hazuki one. I'm more surprised about Satora, who's sort of like who very clearly could not keep up with Hazuki. No, there was points in this match where Hazuki was the clearly the
0: stronger competitor. I was gonna ask you why. Tora was chosen as the last match for Hazuki.
1: I still don't know. I, d- I didn't watch overrode, so I couldn't tell you. Fair um, enough. She went, but she had actually had a match in um, Shimbak. I keep forgetting. It's like the one just outside of Tokyo. Um, it's basically the Stardom arena at this point, and okay. um, she had a match against most of the Stardom mat- roster in one in a one minute match each. God <laughs> it was absolute it was, it was weird yeah <laughs> like um Oeditai started fucking with her. like you know that um they got like the a bit of elastic pulled it halfway up the arena and that go
0: Oh no yeah like, I did see that
1: disgusting yeah this is this is fine like the ceremony afterwards but bushy road wearing will eat their fucking heads not licensing the fucking the time it music.
0: Jesus Christ. It's,
1: so it's not a new, it's just a fucking Bushy Road thing, apparently. So and
0: it still does not beat Chris Jericho not being able to use his, his own, own fucking band's music. music. Yeah. No, like, that's just, ridiculous. You're
1: telling me Jericho doesn't have some pool with his personal? Exactly. Um, yeah, the the time of time only went on a while. I did skip through it. The only real notable part is um, A Crying Child.
0: Yes. Hazuki apparently had a
1: big influence on this child. I am gonna assume it's a younger brother or something. Yeah. Um but it didn't actually say. Um and Jungle Kiana slapped her. Yeah, because <laughs> absolutely fuck off, apparently. <laughs> I was like, oh jungle, she's nice. Holy shit, Jungle. Fucking calm down, Jungle, what was that for?
0: Um but yeah, I mean it's it's sad to see it go. It was it was a good match. It's not one I'd go back and rewatch. No, this
1: is not... no it's like Fine, solid, nothing. Like, if you want a great um, Hazuki match, go watch your recent match from earlier this year.
0: Shock of the day. Chris recommends in a recent match. It's,
1: it's The only real, like, proper title opportunity is got there, so...
0: Yeah, I mean, she was only 22, mate. Yeah, I know
1: exactly. <laughs> it's it's, not exactly like it's all very well saying yeah, that she's only got no, one dialogue of duty. She's 22. It's not like when Liger <laughs> fucking retired, I'm like, go watch all the fucking Vs, right? No, I only have fucking like three years to work with. I
0: find it baffling, absolutely baffling, that Liga hadn't held a championship since 2001. Yeah, no, and I'm it's back. 2019, well, 2020 when he retired. Because
1: <laughs> he's not Triple H.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Triple J. Um, so, yeah, we move on then. And we move on to the singles match with Julia and Hannah Kimura going to a time limit draw at 15 minutes. Um, this stemmed from Julia's sort of leaving of Ice Ribbon. Uh, the Joshi promotion and coming into stardom, Hanakamura basically calling her out saying, Let's see what you made of um and this led to what was effectively a
1: knockout drag out brawl. Very quickly, have you seen any other Julia matches? Uh no I have not. It's the only two matches she's had so far our singles. And was against Saki. And of course I thought it's gonna be a fucking good match. She's the Yoshihashi of New Japan of <laughs> Um, stardom rather and Hazuki which was disappointing
0: and after all we've said about Hazuki being a good worker that does surprise me
1: well I think she's not she's not old enough to carry people yet
0: there was there was moments in this match where I did think oh she's She's messed that up. I mean, her finisher, she tried to land it's three shit, times.
1: It's a shit and we
0: Yeah, the first one, I don't know if it was because they were trying to give the story of exhaustion because obviously we were getting closer to the finish. Yeah. But she botched that and it looked quite gnarly. Um, she managed to get the second one away. Um, Hannah Kimura looked great. She looked really intense in this match.
1: It's the most intense I've ever seen Hannah.
0: Yeah, it, it was a proper brawl. I mean, the uh, suplex on the outside looked gnarly
1: as fuck. When Julie went for a run up and just got smashed, smashed in, the- in the face with a chair, that was great. And then they started headbutting each other. They did. It, it was a really, really good. Honestly, oh, uh, if this match was a 15 minute time limit and not a 20 minute, it would be <laughs> higher. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, was great. Because, like, in the last two or three minutes, the intensity sort of went. I'm it asking... does
0: It does make me wonder, though, if Julia is more built, then, for this style of match than your quick-paced matches
1: I, against I your Hazukis probably... or your Harissas. I, I don't know what, like, the Ice Ribbon style's like, so but I've, be... I've got no frame of reference I, whatsoever. The, honestly, Joshi fans are really shitty when you ask questions, so, like, I haven't asked.
0: <laughs> I imagine that she would do better against people like know if she's retiring, but Kagetsu. Yeah,
1: you know, Jungle...
0: Or jungle, someone who's not very, very Konami. reliant on pace, even though Kagesu moved with such pace in that main event, I just couldn't believe it.
1: Konami, who's like very submission based.
0: Yeah, she could have a good match against Konami, or like definitely. Aretha where you just need to hit her head. B Priestley. Yeah, but the problem is B can't carry. No, B can't carry, and that's where Julie's gotta step up, certainly. I mean they obviously
1: but again, B, had all... a, B had a really good match with Rutani.
0: So. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously putting a lot of stall in Julia because if you look at the entirety of their roster, it's Julia that they put on yeah, the it Wrestle was, Kingdom card.
1: someone else in TCS who, if you look at videos, came down with Hannah, it was just...
0: I don't know. I mean, if you've got the entirety of this roster and you've got... I mean, Mayu's a dead sir, is a dead sir, Hannah Kimura is your most marketable um, woman on the roster. I mean, you can literally put anyone in a team look, with her... At-
1: doesn't T- have to be storyline. TCS is stacked. We could have got one... Like, TCS, if you look at, like, the actual list of people in those the largest one. Jungle? No, I think Jungle, Konami, um, Rebel Cow... Not Rebel Cow. <laughs> <laughs> well, do do death, you
0: see what I mean? Oh, God, can you imagine? Can you imagine Death Yamazan? Death! Death! Death Yamasan! <laughs> be, Fuck off! It'd be 50,000 in the Tokyo Jam, can Rob. You, can you imagine them all chanting, Death, go away. Um, but yeah, it's it's probably the first match for headbutts. Jesus Christ! On this card, um, that would actually say, yeah, right. check it out.
1: Yeah, no, I Vink. Um, this is gonna be confusing because I believe we both gave that seven. Yes, we did. Yeah, I must it's with some. That's something I do see people get confused about in like any out of ten ratings. is a good score. <laughs> seven, and basically think about it, half it for the Maltzer ratings. No, that's the thing. It, co- it goes. That's
0: about three point seven five. Yeah, somewhere. three and a half, three point seven five uh, is roughly what I'd give it.
1: That's the thing. In some places, um, seventy is an A.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's a first at university. Is it? Yes. Yeah, I got an
1: I got seventy percent and got an A. So, oh, well done, man! I'm proud of you. It's my first A. <laughs> oh, leave it in the comments, ladies and gentlemen. Tell how proud of him you are? <laughs> yes, send... Send me presents. Send, send me presents and also Tinder profiles. Oh, I'm I'm very lonely. Horny and alone. I never said horny, but... <laughs> because i just excited. Hey. hey.
0: So we move on to the semi-main then. This was the Wonder of Stardom title match with the champion Orisa Hashiki defeating Konami in 16 minutes and 24 seconds.
1: What did you think, Chris? But it didn't gel as well as... I've Hands before.
0: No, this I didn't. This went 16 minutes, and they reached four, five, like at five gears. They probably reached gear three, mm-hmm. and never got out of it. Yeah, and I don't know whether it, if this is because Konami spends so much time in charge, and she, as we've discussed, is very submission based. But if you and I don't want to keep comparing this to New Japan, but as it's the promotion I'm most familiar with. If you look at the Zack Sabre Jr. match, when mm-hmm. Zack Sabre Jr. is in charge, there's something about the way he does it, there's something about the charisma, there's something about him that means it's not boring. And I don't want to say that when Konami was in charge of the Konami's match. Konami's had really good matches. Yeah, and she is a very, very good wrestler. Konami, I enjoyed if, this match. If we're
1: going to make the New Japan comparison, it has to be Senada for Konami. Well, like, everything she does, is she's very technically proficient, but can have a problem connecting. Because like you have to admit, up until recently, Sonata had a massive problem with connecting.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. One much, especially with the Western audience. Yeah. No, exactly.
1: No, that's because they sort of have the same problem. Where we both do what we do so perfectly, but like we don't have any emotion on their face because it's just what we do. Yeah. It's for Verand- I call it the Randy Orton problem because like whatever he does, like everything he does is slick as fuck. But at the same time, he cl- like he he's clearly not impressed with himself, and he's sort of needs an element of that in wrestling. So, yeah. Like, it's ca- it's kind of that problem. Um, to be honest, I don't think this a bet, because you're not going to believe me. Well, you probably will, because... But, like, Orisa's had so much more <laughs> Shock of the day, Chris says Orisa's right, had better... Fucking... Like...
0: Right, She's my favourite in the fucking promotion. Chris, we're not calling it the Orisa cast, I've told you. Just calm down, buddy. Um,
1: no, I... <laughs> it's... They were having two very different matches is, yeah, the, no, best, is the best way for me to describe it. As soon as we get out the submission, Orisa's kicking the shit out of her. Which, to be fair, is the best part of this match. Yeah, I mean, Orisa's kicks are absolutely horrendous. Like, that's, I mean, that's they one, look great. That's one thing I like about Stardom is that we they can lay in a lot more. Because um, they're smaller, so it hurt. So it's like not... Gonna, like, for example, Koto culture, culture Ibushi's and Orisa's kicks are very different. Koto mm. Ibushi's look more work because they have to be. Because if Culture Ibushi accidentally just kicked someone, they'd he'd cave... Their ribs in. Kick their ribs out through the spine. No, exactly. Where Arisa does it, it's just going to hurt them a lot. Yeah, no. I it's of like that. the Walter thing where she kicks them really hard in really safe places. Apart from we kicking them. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that. Apart from the head. <laughs> I mean, Konami just constantly
0: worked the neck, didn't she? Yeah. And then uh, obviously just kept attempting to lock in the finishes.
1: It was like um, it was like the Snider Osprey match from earlier in the G one.
0: Yeah, it did. It's not a bad match. I mean, Cage Match gave it 7.89. I think that's a bit high. I'd give it a low 7. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a seven star match yeah. for us, um, which again is, you know, about three and a half, three and three quarters. And that's not a bad score, but you watch Orisa and you expect a better match. Especially, expect... after, all the fucking... <laughs> Especially after all the hype Chris has given it. It's.
1: To be fair, you, even like the Tan match from, from earlier this year, which you weren't massive on, you can even go, yeah, that was a million miles there.
0: I preferred, even though I had such a stick on my arse about that match, I preferred that match because it was exciting, it gripped mm-hmm. you, their styles meshed better. I've, I've got a feeling I like Konami matches, and I will like Arissa matches, but I don't know, there was just Konami's something about this here.
1: matches where Kigetse. Well, she won't anymore. Well, oh, stop it. Um, <laughs> to, if you want a good, um, can, yeah, can, the Kigatsi match from the five star, and it's not long because five star matches are like fifteen minute time limits. But yeah, and if you want a good recent match, the jungle match from earlier this year It's just spectacular.
0: Yeah, you you do rave about that match, so it might be worth me checking that one out. Um, post match, then Arisa does eventually defeat Konami Post match, she does um a post match promo. Uh, Konami licks her hand for some reason. Don't know why that happened. But yeah. she then says, I've never had a woman lick my hand before, which everyone laughed at.
1: I kind of like... A, like, like a Reese is probably the most fucking... Throws out the most quips of anyone's...
0: Yeah, she seemed very comfortable on the microphone, which is good.
1: And <laughs> with someone licking her.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so she then addresses the audience, wishes the Merry Christmas says that... Um, and this was an interesting way of doing this. I like this. I'm going through... All the people that defeated me in the five star grand yeah, prix. Thing, um, like... I like the fact that it's
1: her challenging them. Yeah. No, that's that seems to be a thing, like especially during B Priestley's reign, where like she'd keep challenging people, and she just challenged people within Queen's Quest. It's basically what Shawn Michaels did not shoot. Yeah, and <laughs> um, but then like as soon as someone else challenged her, which was Mae, she lost. I think that's quite cool. Yeah, that's it's a nice storyline that you can go back to.
0: Um, she challenges uh, Utami Shishita, um,
1: I liked how she was like she had what six titles in two years a fucking brat yeah
0: I did think it went from zero to one hundred it was quite funny uh, she's you know she's gone from quipping about people licking her hand to calling Utami a fucking brat which was, I thought was great it was
1: absolutely amazing
0: yeah. um so yeah we've got obviously the Arisa Utami match set up for the anniversary show I presume
1: hurricane yeah. Yeah,
0: which is going to be another great show. Um we've then got the World of Stardom title match, um, which is the main event with
1: okay. I've known as, Fuck you Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: otherwise you know as the Red Belt. Um with the champion Mayo tani uh defeating kagetsu in twenty two minutes and seventeen seconds. What do you think, Chris?
1: Well I like about these two. It's kinda of like Tanner and Akanda, they wrestle, like people who have wrestled a lot. <laughs> They have counters to everyone's spots, is what I'm saying. They
0: have very, very they did have very good chemistry. This was the match that I enjoyed the most. Mm. Um, exactly the as you it. would assume, you know, it's, it's the title match. match. Benign, yeah. um, and I mean there were bits of it that I didn't necessarily
1: enjoy. Are you looking at other matches we've had together? No, 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 I
0: was looking at when the anniversary show was, sorry. Yeah. Um, um
1: But it's definitely not the best match though. Um because Arissa didn't yeah. get hanged. I mean I was actually really surprised the didn't get hanged because like, normally, Mayu. no, Ma- sorry, Mayu and the wrestler mode. Because normally, I give like, faces. Fucking right. Normally, if Mayu um faces Kigetsu, Mayu gets hanged.
0: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, there was, there was a spot they um after Kigetsu had seemingly <laughs> done so many toe she pe- She's done about fifty oh, toe I got. Pe- Excessive, yeah. It it was it was very impressive, um, but But it did get a little bit excessive. Um, Kagetsu drags Mayu.
1: um, The time we had uh, Blackpool last year was (laughs) (laughs)
0: disgusting. Mayu drags Kagetsu drags Mayu up towards the screen in Corrigan Hall, which is on uh, the opposite to the hard camera side. As you're looking at it, drags her up to the uh, to the back, lays her down on a bench where she's held by uh, fellow Oedo Time members, and jumps from the wall. By the screen and double stomps Mayu on the bench.
1: Disgusting! I, like in she that hurt must have hurt kagetsi so much. I mean,
0: it must have done, but honestly, it it looked incredible. But it looked so so dangerous, like an unnecessary amount of danger,
1: stupid amounts of danger. Yeah,
0: um, it was. But other than that, it was a really good match. Mayu is a great champion because she fights so well from underneath. Yeah, and at the end of this. Um, Kigatsi was kicking out fucking everything. Yeah, and then Meiya, once she, I mean, Kagetsu dominated the main part of this match. Of the 22 minutes and 17 seconds this match went, Kagetsu probably dominated 16 minutes of it. Um as you know, as most Japanese title matches will be, you yeah, very rarely have a dominant I title defence.
1: Like all the like ace figures, I think Mayo has the best baby face fire. Yeah. Apart she's, from maybe she's Naito, but she had he had six years of story to go on. So. Exactly.
0: I love Mayo. Um she just ragdolled out around the ring, make her get some look absolutely fantastic. No,
1: you think she ragdolled in this? That be Priestley match, that be Priestley botch. Good god. Forget that. Because despite the fact it was uploaded to Stardom a week later, I thought she was dead. Yeah, still to this day, you think that she's dead. I'm, I'm not convinced that May was alive. To be honest, I think that's why they're bringing back E. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, really, really good match. May eventually does defeat Kagetsu with the Moon Salt. I think
1: she's subpar. She doesn't do it very really well.
0: It's a bit rigid. I think it's just because Eos is so good.
1: No, that's. I, I think that's probably comparing it to. Shirai's and, like, that's the perfect Moonsault. Yeah, I have like, no issue calling it the perfect Moonsault. Like, she's the best. Well, Angler's is good, but that's more contextual good than an actual good. Christopher Daniels is the best Moonsault ever. <laughs> to be fair, Matt, it is a really <laughs> it, good it's Moonsault. It's a good Moonsault. <laughs> <laughs> At the time, it probably was the best Moonsault ever, but Io Shirai was a teenager. so That's, that's true. true. But then again, that means, in Joseph Promotions, that means she's an ace figure. <laughs> um, Cage match gave this eight. Five five. Well, that's yes, that's like from a lot of people. So, like, I'm sure if you clicked on it, um, there's going to be a lot of people just giving it a ten because they're marked. So, to be fair, I gave I gave it um a nine when I thought about the other matches and I'm sort of like I'm not sure if it's a nine. Yeah, so we've was got a
0: nine, a six, a, a couple six. of ten, what, what is six? Don't know it's in German. Oh, for uh, sake. <laughs> yeah, eight, nine, nine, eight. Why didn't the German give it a nine? Eight. Hey. We language, joke. Um, oh, that'd be zero. There was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god! I learned all the German I know from Black Adam. Sorry. Oh, Black Adam's incredible. Um, <laughs>
0: Darling, I just, I just don't. I expect so much from Mayu title defenses because she is that fucking good. How much man did he see before? This? Um, I. Mainly gifts, genuinely. Oh, like
1: right, Because so it's the only full match we've seen Kelly Klein at G One.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so th- don't get me wrong. This compared to the Kelly Klein match at um, Oh, don't get G One. Like, that's like comparing
1: fine cheese with shit.
0: <laughs> not even a shit cheese. Just just like, dog shit. That's
1: Kelly Klein match. That honestly it was fucking. Kelly Klein's had a run and Stardom as well.
0: Though to be fair, she's had two runs. She... I don't think we can say too many. I'm bad things sure. about Kelly Klein because of what's
1: happened to her Ring of Honor. I mean, I can still. Cri- I can still criticize her work.
0: Oh, you can still criticize her work. Yeah, she was dog shit. I'm not saying
1: she's a bad person, but get better at your work. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, there was just that.
0: I don't know whether it was another two or three minutes of action, or whether mass, it was. That
1: thing happened with match went about two minutes too long.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. But the there was a natural point for this match to finish. I'm out of first minutes up. Yeah, exactly. It
1: was either the first moonsault or her first um lift up dragon.
0: Yeah. Um one of the Because after a while it was just sort of like, fuck's sake. It was it was spam finisher kick out. No, that's it
1: was like the end of a two K match.
0: Which don't, don't get me wrong, it was still a really good match and I gave it an eight, which, you know, is a four, four point two five. Yeah, and
1: I'll go high eight, so I'll be four point two five.
0: Yeah. Um a good match, uh, you know, a good final almost swan song for Kagetsu who I thought looked brilliant during this match. I thought Mayu made her look very, not very the... good.
1: Kigetsu, I'm surprised she's 27.
0: I'm surprised she's 27. She... How old did you think she was when you saw her? I thought she was early 30s. I
1: thought she was 40s to <laughs> me.
0: Jesus. Um, anyway, Mayu, at the end of the match, um, shakes should... hands with kagetsu They sort of awkwardly hug. It was a bit strange.
1: And then Mayu... To be fair, would you fully hug Kigetsu? I would not trust the... to get a hug. Like It's like, imagine if Minoru Suzuki offered you a hug. I'd hug him because he'd stab me if I didn't. But he'd stab you if he was. I don't know if he hugged you tight, Chi would stab you. Yeah, true.
0: Um, Mayu then continues to be just... She's fucking weird, isn't she, Mayu? No, but She's have great. You, have you
1: seen the um, Stardom Vice documentary? No, I haven't. It's seen. on YouTube, I'd recommend it. Um, but Mayu's backstory is insane. I have, yeah. I know I know her backstory, obviously. Um, um like apparently sometimes like she just won't go to signings after show because she, she just can't. So I'm like, I completely relate to May. <laughs> she's she's outstanding and I love her to pieces. I think she's
0: great. At least Yeah, alright. <laughs> we'll have a champion versus champion match.
1: I'm pretty sure that happened during the... No, it didn't. Did it? I can't remember. Five star Grand Prix. You yeah, but if, it, if it did, it probably went to a draw.
0: Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, otherwise,
1: May would be challenging.
0: <laughs> and then May calls out uh, Momo Watanabe. Uh, for a championship match at uh, the anniversary show. And that is where we
1: cut off. And that's the end of the show. And um, it's when it was like, we're going to show you an end of year package. (laughs) We cannot show end of year package because we do not have the rights. What the fuck? (laughs) How do you not have the rights to your own end of year It's on by Samurai TV, who owns Nujibar. Who runs Nujibar. What the fuck is going on?
0: (laughs) Absolutely baffling. Bushiro
1: wearing his ugly hair.
0: So what I'll do, ladies and gentlemen, now is obviously that was Stardom Year End Climax, the last show of 2019. I'll read the results then of the shows. Oh,
1: the... Put the undercards on them doesn't really matter. It's more like Booker
0: Yeah, all I'm going to do is I'm going to read the results. And then any that Chris has watched,
1: um, watched Pins, um,
0: matches. he can give his little opinion on. So the first New Year Stars Tag 1 uh, was on the 2nd of January, so some interesting matchups. We had the six-man tag with Queen's Quest, team of b Priestley, Momo Watanabe and uh, Yutami Haya Shishita, defeating Oido Tai of Natsuka Toro, Natsu Samir and Zoe Sky at 11.41. Zoe Sky, I believe, one of the people taking part in the... um
1: Yeah, she's one the legit... High-speed tournament. the legit right in the
0: I think so. Because one, so. like,
1: one's just a blonde person, and then one looks like an MMA fighter. But in the same... You know how, like, um, Desmond Duke and What's-The-Face in NXT look oh, up... Oh, uh, Shafir. Yeah. Like, they are MMA fighters, but they do not look like MMA No. Still wouldn't fuck with them, though. No, but I wouldn't fuck with... It. Like, I wouldn't... Have you seen me, Rob? I wouldn't fuck with anybody. That is true. You, you're like a big, cuddly teddy bear, aren't you, mate? To be fair, once someone came up to me in Opium in Edinburgh, there's a punching machine at the back, like, next to a ping-pong table, and, like, me and my friend were just standing next to there. Because the jukebox is there, and like we're, we're music business students, so we obviously have the better taste. Obviously, uh, I say that we point on this charming man to get a Morrissey on. Oh but, God. <laughs> So we were standing there, and this dude's like five foot eight, maybe like so sort of, like your build but Garth's height, yeah, and came up came up to me and went, "I bet I could take you, mate." And I was like yeah you probably could like I was I was pissed and annoyed at this point because my ex decided to text me so I was like yeah you probably fucking could and he's like oh he came up to hug me he's like you're a gentle giant aww <laughs> no actually last year in Blackpool, um what? someone came up to me and was like I could fucking I don't know why I'm trying to do a Scottish accent I was just he... gonna say I love the fact that considering you're Scottish you can't do a Scottish accent was like, he came up it's like I'm fucking I could fucking take you I'm like F-... he was 13 I'm like fuck off and he did <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah again
0: we've then got the tag- a tag team match between <laughs> Andras Miyagi and Julia defeating a Aueda tie of Jamie Hayter and Martina at 7 minutes 38 I think that could probably be Julia's thing like a tag team wrestler where but she's she not- was with Andras say again, sorry
1: who was she with Andras andras yes because she did- kicked over at a tie.
0: There you go, that will sense. It's funny
1: because Ovio Editai um DLC characters from Stardom back are now no longer in Oedatai. So there or- you go. Even started. Um the semi main
0: was billed as kagetsu's Road to Retirement match one, oh, which one, was Azami and Azami? Azumi. Azumi and Kagetsu defeating the stars team of Mayu and Starlight
1: Kid. They should really just start writing it as Azumi. They really should. It's extremely confusing. Now, that's the match you watched, I believe. That's the one I watched, yeah. It was really fun. Um, Some really fun spots. Um, Of course, anything with like Starlight and um, Azumi is just fun to watch in principle. Yeah. Um, and the same with Mayu and Kagetsu, And there's some slight story behind this, because Kigetsu's been trying to get Azumi into... Um, Oeditai to the point where um, Azuma was the first pick in the Stardom Draft, I believe the Stardom Draft. Yeah. Um, Which I wish New Japan would do. <laughs> it would be
0: amazing, wouldn't
1: it? Um, and So during the Stardom Draft where and actually because like, the person who loses the, the draft match, that traction gets disbanded.
0: So come April then, we it's are going to have one of a, the factions it's disbanded. It's essentially relegation, yeah.
1: That's probably what Julia's brought in for, was to well, not always, it's just that we had like five, we had like six, I mean normally have five Ah, so. uh, okay. And at the moment, there is only five factions. Isn't yeah, there, so because so, we had like Jan the precursor of Tokyo Cyber, and then like the others. yeah, it's actually quite a nice little story because because Jungle Gate gained um Hannah's respect in that match. Jungle's was oh, okay. first draft pick to Tokyo Cyber Squad, which I thought was nice. There you go. But anyway, yeah, this was um fun, and as and like Figazzi's always wanted to go over Zumi. and it was fun backstage because she was just like. Azumi was like, you still owe me 500000 yen." Yeah. <laughs> it's like $500. They actually put how much it was in dollars above. And then that was main evented by
0: an eight-woman man, uh, an eight woman, sorry, tag team match between Tokyo Cyber Squad, the team of Death Yamasan, Hanakamura, Jungle Kyona, and Konami, defeating Seiya Kama- uh, Kamitani and S.T.A.R.S. So Arisa Hashiki, Saki Kashima, and Tam Nakano at 14 minutes and 39 seconds. I think by, in a couple of podcasts, you're going to be in love with Death Yamasan. <laughs> Um, I doubt it, mate, if I'm perfectly honest. I highly, highly doubt it. Um, So then we go to the 3rd of January, and this is from Shinkiba again, the first ring and attendance of 453 people.
1: Which is, mother, again, more than nor all Japan normally.
0: <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, it is. It's not a bad one, that. Uh, it's not a bad attendance there. Uh, because it's a tiny place, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no, no, it's... Yeah, it's like is that where? Um,
1: that's not where Old Japan ran some of their Royal Rome you, tournaments. You it? would know more than I did, but it's very small. It's and it's a lot. It's all really dark as well.
0: Right, well, we're gonna have a look in a minute. Anyway, on this show, um, again, mainly tags. Um, we had just a couple of the matches. The last three matches we had a six woman tag team match: Tokyo Cyber Squad, Death Yamasan, Jungle Kyona and Konami defeating the um, B Priestley. And a a tie team of Jamie Hayter and Martina at 8 minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, the semi-main, which was a six-woman tag team match with Queen's Quest, Azumi, Momo Watanabe and Yutami Hayashishita, defeating the stars team of Arissa, Seiya Aida and Tam Nakano at 11 minutes 43. And this was main evented again by Oedotai. Had a Kimura going back to Tie just for the one
1: so match. She actually came out in her Hered- tie get-up as well. I did see that, and Which I thought that was a really, really nice knot. It, a- it was a nice touch, but also, um, don't, f- but you're going to see, like, no context item come up and you think. Don't follow that. <laughs> okay. Because literally, like, they just go, oh, but what what if these guys have pawn? I'm like, I don't care. I really (laughs) don't care if these people... I just want to watch wrestling. That's all I want. I just want wrestling. I want my pawn and my wrestling separate. Is that too much to ask? But, um... (laughs) Uh, Do continue. But, yeah, um... They were like, oh, our queen's back. I'm like, she never fucking... Calm down.
0: (laughs) Just ridiculous. Keep
1: it in your pants, you fucking internet bird. Anyway, um... So... All Japan
0: ran it on the 22nd of October. And yeah, drew 315. Um Noah have run there. Big Japan have run there. Um, I, don't so that's
1: that's could... I don't know how Big Japan could I don't know Big Japan fit all their gimmicks in there, to be honest. It's true. So
0: Noah. Ran that on the 14th of December and drew 350 people there. So it,
1: to be fair, it started, it's basically Stardom's main hub. Yeah. So.
0: Oh, it was. It, no, it wasn't the Royal Road I was thinking of. All Japan did that show that sing, um, streamed on YouTube, the Fans' Thanksgiving oh, one yeah, on the 17th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on the 21st, sorry. That's where that was. I can't. That's the thing. It's such a. Star.
1: 375. It's such a Stardom Arena for me that I can't imagine. You know how you can't imagine. Um. Yeah. Well, I guess he. I, I can't imagine like all Japan being in Sumo Hall. Despite that, they probably have run there. Well, they used to run there all the time. Well, as Budokan used to run all the time. Sorry, Budokan. Yeah, I'm sure they far. have run Sumo Hall at some point, but like I can't imagine it because it's just such a New Japan venue for me.
0: Um, just a couple more interesting uh, attendance figures from Shinkiba First Ring. Big Japan ran it on the fifth. Of January, so literally a couple of days after these shows, and drew 139 people to oh, the Stardom qui- Kingdom
1: show. Very quickly, is there any death matches on that show?
0: Uh, I didn't see, but um, they did the Death Match King Death, um, oh. which was run on the 4th of January, so the same day as uh, one Raph. of the other Stardom shows, and they had a Fluorescent Light Tubes death match, a Gadget Board and Lemon and Alpha death match, and a Scaffold death match.
1: Can we watch oh, Big Japan at some
0: point? We can watch Big Japan while we're waiting for Gar. Um,
1: <laughs> we're just going to put on a highlight video.
0: <laughs> but yeah, sorry, like I was saying, the main event of uh, the show on the 3rd uh, was a tag team match with Oeditai. Hana Kimura obviously coming back in her original Oeditai gimmick uh, just for the one match, and Kagetsu defeating the stars team of Mayu Iwatani and Saki Kashima at 14 minutes and 25 seconds. Um, so yeah, that brings to a conclusion our sort of stardom in review Um, we hope you've enjoyed it this is hopefully like I say going to be a monthly thing where we go through the month of stardom and pick out the matches from each um, from Basically, each show. So, yeah, that's it, basically, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm your host, Rob Goodwin. You can find me on Twitter at, at Real Rob Goodwin. Chris, where can they find you? At, at Podmania, Quite frankly. Yeah just, yeah, just find that one. Don't bother with Chris's personal one, like, apparently.
1: Like, I, 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 when, look, I don't remember the last time I was... I was probably drunk last time I tried, Please don't look up, because it's probably, it's probably drunk and, and embarrassing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm not doing that one.
1: No, um, but... Yeah, I just don't use it. Fair enough. Like No one wants to see my stupid face, but I want to see all three of our stupid faces animated. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a pig nose. You do like. have a pig nose. We all have pig noses. But, no, uh, you don't. Me and Gaff do. You don't. That's because I'm sexy.
0: <laughs> I'm going to try it, man. What can I say? Um, but no, if you want to talk to us on Twitter, you can also follow us at the
1: Stardom Cast. Um, we have a, for this now, we it? have a Twitter with <laughs> this now as well. I thought this is just a spin-off of fucking young... <laughs> No, this is official man. This is full on official now, Chris. Fuck that, and we called it the stardom. If I knew this was this wasn't just a fucking side effect of the young lion cast, I would have had more input on the fucking name.
0: (laughs) We'll be back next month, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. going to die.